At Delta, we know Mike and HC prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, HC is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products. Like buying back your Ikea items for store credit. Or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. As a plant-based cheese company, Dea has never talked about beef in an ad before. Because someone somewhere once had a beef with saying beef and plant-based together. So putting a slice of Dea cheese on a beef burger... Not okay. Well, our delicious melty cheese has a beef with your beef about beef. Because any step towards plant-forward eating is a step in the right direction. Daya, 100% plant-based, even if you're not. Now made with Daya Oat Cream Blend. Hi everyone, Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean, hi. This is TBI. I said it the wrong way around. Normally I say you welcome back to TBI and then we say our names. It's the first time ever I've just said our names. It's good to, it's good to keep them guessing, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we've really, just, we've really missed it up this week, <laughs> just by saying some words of different order. We like to reinvent ourselves. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why they call Madonna. The, the Madonna of podcasts. Uh, welcome back. Um, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Jimmy James Jones. This week's episode, we're joined by Vix Layton, who's a very funny woman. She um, she does a podcast, she does stand-up. Uh, she's yeah, she's you're you're gonna really like her. Uh, we chat about haircuts, pints in pubs, all the new shit, mate. It's going down. Nicholas Cage. And we did chat about Nicholas Cage at length. We talk about Brad Pitt, and I think we both de- declare he's he's so good looking, isn't he? When's it gonna When's it gonna stop though? Do you reckon? What age are you gonna get to when you suddenly go? Oh, he's lost it now. He'll have to decompose for a while. It'd be like dead for to get eight. to my it's standards <laughs> <laughs> to get on the same level as me. Um, but anyway, we talk about a bunch of stuff, is what I'm saying, and uh, you're going to enjoy it a lot. So kick back. Thanks to all our new patrons yeah. and um, and yeah, old patrons. Yeah, that was nice. And old ones, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old loyal ones, all loyal. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just thanking some nice people on the internet, mate. Love you all. Well, yeah, we, 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 we we literally love you. <laughs> I mean, I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> I fell for you. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Sign up to Patreon for some more of that creepy shit. Maybe that should be a new perk or a new tier on Patreon. You get a certain My amount. Julian <laughs> falls in love with you at tier six. <laughs> and just head over heels. Ah, there we go. Just got a little spring in my step. <laughs> Can't think about anyone else, man. Uh, banging on about you lot. <laughs> right. Why don't you all, you know, Put your feet up. Listen to us chat to Vic Slayton. Yeah, 
Welcome back to TVI episode 109. We're saying the numbers now. It's a new thing we've we've we've, we've added uh, after 108 episodes. We finally thought, oh, we should say the number of the episode. It's just fun, it's a good isn't idea. it? Um, we're joined by Vic Slayton, comedian, podcaster, uh, the f- person who went to the hairdressers on day one when they opened. Yeah, I didn't even have an appointment. I just rocked up. We can talk about that. How um, broke in. did you genuinely how, how did you convince them to well i mean were they not full um yeah they were i thought i had an appointment right someone my, out of the chair my organizational <laughs> skills are appalling and i just basically it, it doesn't make me sound like a good person i had a bit of a tantrum about yes. it because i think it was my cock up but they that, weren't sure if it was mine or the, theirs, is, and I played into that advantage oh. quite hard. <laughs> I once, I got, I think, I don't know if I've said it on here, I once got out of uh, so much, like, money. Like, I was, I got a phone bill, uh, I went to Dubai about 10 years ago to do some gigs. I left, like, my, I left, I did, it didn't turn roaming off, I left my voicemail on. I did all the things that back then, before they sort of sorted out, you know, you can't, they, they've sort of limited, the, they've capped how much you can, get charged before you get a phone call saying you're being charged loads of money and uh, I got a phone bill for like 1300 pounds when I got back to the UK and it was one of the moments where I was just like oh my god and on my on basically on my phone bill there was loads of these like numbers and it turned out they were voicemails where you know somebody left me a two-minute voicemail I then listened to it so that I it charged it basically charged like me twice for each time that it was left and I listened whatever were they over good the co- voicemails were they worth it I, do you know and I got a couple of ones where like it was basically a accidental call from my, my dad which used to have a habit of accidentally ringing me just pocket anyway, dolls yeah. like, <laughs> like a, a seven gone. minute call that cost like 40 quid or something so I called up and I, and I just I didn't recognize what the numbers were so I called up and I was like this is disgusting I didn't call these numbers. And, and that I just, was 40 quid. <laughs> but I, just, I, I went off of them uh, and they just they took loads of the money off. And then later I found out it was actually my fault. <laughs> but it's that thing of pure... Sometimes if you're so... Like, if you act so convinced that you're right, you can actually blag it, even if you I are was. absolutely I in g- the wrong. I genuinely believed that I had an appointment and then I checked the booking and i was like no no it is for next monday oh, God. <laughs> i felt terrible I've you, you got away with it, no you, all right feeling terrible is allowed but you got away with it so i think you just gotta just you know the worst is when you have you ever done that where you're so convinced you're right and you're like no and then you check it in front of them and you're like you're right, you are you're right you're right yeah 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 oh yeah this is embarrassing i did but, that on um, um, on twitter it's I risky it. it's risky to have a tantrum over here see because they can Why? they can do some damage. Like, oh, so a hairdresser doesn't true, like actually. you. It was a it, that felt high stakes because I was sat in the chair and he was being nice that, to me and I was like, point. "Are you gonna put yeah. too much bleach on this? Am I having Jerry Halliwell? What's going they on?" Just skinned <laughs> it, they can just completely shave fuck you up, can't they? Yeah. yeah. Just go. Oh, sorry, you don't like it. <laughs> just like <laughs> let you walk off. Yeah. To show to show you the back with a mirror and they've just written the word cunt in your in her hair <laughs> um, you're crying calculating yeah. the tip it's lovely thank you um, I, I did a 
I did a tweet once that when it got loads of shares because I think it really hit a nerve with people. But it was based on something that happened to me. It wasn't me, luckily. I was the other person. But one of my favourite ones is: Have you ever had somebody accuse you of being in their seat on the train, and they're like, "I've this is my seat. I've reserved it." Yeah. And uh, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure it's my seat, actually." And they were like, "No, no, it's, I've it's I've got C twenty five, whatever." And I got my ticket out, and it was like, "Right, I'm in carriage C, and I'm in this seat." I was like, it's definitely, I mean, it says it on my thing. They might, they must have double printed it. And then the person went, well, yeah, must have maybe. And they got their ticket out. And they, they, it just was just a different carriage. And I went, oh, no, you're in, you're in E, you're two carriages up. And you could see the moment they realised they'd embarrassed themselves in front of like 50 people. Now, I was like, fuck off. No, but I was just played it so like, no, don't worry about it. You know, it's easy to make these mistakes uh, and just watch them just walk up so ashamed. And honestly, I fucking, I felt like a king, uh, mate. That is, that's the best case scenario when oh. you know you're right and it's like yeah come on yeah, yeah dig yeah. your own grave oh i I'm, loved I'm it, here for it. Mm. oh i'm enjoying that anecdote i wasn't even there just, it is exciting isn't it because it's fine <laughs> it's watching that when you're watching for something it's always quite an awkward chat in it because you're like oh he's gonna give way we had and somebody it's the pantomime before where they hope that you realize so they're yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. the ticket really dramatically then looking at your seat looking at you yeah, looking yeah. at the ticket hoping you take the hint and you don't use resolutely Hold yeah, oh, I've been on the other side of that before, though. At the UFC once, this uh, this couple were like, "Oh, that's our set." I was like, "It's not," and I was like, "Getting my ticket out for it. it was exactly <laughs> the same." But I was the other guy. Oh, I didn't man. mind that. I weren't like I weren't ashamed. I'm always oh. wrong anyway, so it's yeah. cool. <laughs> I feel more comfortable being wrong. <laughs> that's where, like, my safe place. That's my home. Yeah, oh, if you man. got upset every time you were wrong, you'd just never be happy. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> um, so how was how was it going to a hairdresser's after? When's the last time you had a, 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 a professional haircut prior to this? October, which is quite a long time for me because uh, this will surprise you. I am not a natural blonde. <laughs> right. So. so what were you doing yeah, in, was... in the in the interim? Just crying, hoping for right. the best. <laughs> okay, cool. Did you ever go to the chemist and get some dye yourself and do it? No, I've got I've gone wrong so often doing that. Really, I am not it's qualified a dangerous, to do that. It's a job. dangerous way, isn't it? I suppose. So, how yeah. often do you get your hair done? Like once every six weeks or something? Yeah, six to eight weeks normally. So. It's a big old outgoing for some people, isn't it? When like my sister has it done like once a month. Yeah, it's like, much, like, do you about like not... hundred and twenty quid? Is it? Is yeah. It... More yeah, like how much, Lisa Clark. Yeah, don't you have to say the exact <laughs> figure, but is that roughly like is it is it is it over a hundred pounds to get a haircut? What's the exact yes. figure? Have well, you got the receipt? I um, think my highlights for this were eighty-eight because right. he only did, and I keep calling it the money shot, and it's not. He did he did a haircut called the money. Oh, that, it's a bit creamy <laughs> colour. Because <laughs> <is it? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> when he first suggested, it, he's like, "Have you heard of this?" I was like, "How dare you!" Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, it just means um, highlights at the front. Right, it's for cheap people. That's fucking. That is so expensive. I forget. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forget how much more expensive um, women's um, products and everything is. It's a piss take. Like I am. Um, yeah, if it's I, pink, you're going to pay more for it. Basically, I got annoyed with. My, I got my hair cut last week, and she's gone too short at the sides. I, I I was quite enjoying having quite sort of gentleman's hair. I think it hair. looks good your hair though. It's got like a like it's got a, a wave nice creamy it, wave it? at the big at the yeah, front. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's um it's all right, but the side I was quite liking having a bit of hair on the sides and it sort of being like a bit of an old man's haircut. And when I stupidly pointed at a picture like it wasn't the guy who did it last time. It was really good. 
um it was like it's another, a, a woman who worked there that like I'd, I'd not met before and um and she just went like how do you like it and I was like well you know I've got this side part and it's just yeah if you can just take the back and sides in and then a bit off the top and then I saw there was a picture of a guy roughly with it on the wall and I went oh just like that guy and the problem is that guy like was like a his was a bit tight Jimmy as Savile. well. <laughs> and she just she almost like his was much shorter than I actually wanted, but yeah, it was roughly the same idea. And she just ended up copying it to the letter. So it's again, it is my fault for saying like that picture because I thought she'd just take the picture as inspiration. Like that dreamboat on the wall. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> yeah. That look like that hunk. <laughs> He's so handsome. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not in love with it at the minute. But you know, it was only thirty dollars, which is probably about seventeen pounds English money. I think it looks good. Your hair, though, it's just sometimes you have it like you're not used to it. Yeah, I don't like it too short the sides and back. No, it's um. We are. We have got. We've got the same sort of. Our hairs go opposite directions. I've just realised. Me and Julian have got like mirror haircuts. Oh yeah, it's negative. Not, yeah, it's not a choice. It's not dark. A, your light. I've, yeah. I've got a bit more grey than it looks on this screen, like because I I'll, I'll sharpie it before the toilet. <laughs> like there's a there is a bit more grey there and there. And someone asked me if I dyed the grey, like I make the bits grey. Once like, I've had a few people ask if this is if I put a little grey, I want to add a couple of years. Um, yeah. yeah, I've had people ask if, if my hair is if I dye mine grey. It's like what? The f- who, the f- who dyes their hair grey? Who's thinking? I just want to add there a few years. There was a bit of a trend my... though a few years ago, wasn't there? Like a lot yeah. of was that, that was that metallic sort of white though, wasn't it? It didn't yeah. look like it. Obviously looked like you, a lot of like you see like loads of young women like sort of in their twenties with this metallic grey hair. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It looks cool on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But bit um, of a blue rinse, so yeah. You go too far. Well, that's what I think. Mine yeah. looks a little bit like I've had a bit of a blue rinse. But it's just natural. I'm just naturally I've got a blue ring. Under one of those, I wanted one of those old women hairdressers. With a foil on my head, <laughs> reading woman's own. <laughs> um, so, so hairdressers are open. Have you been yeah. to a pub yet to have a drink? Straight after the hairdresser. Really? You did a double whammy. <laughs> I booked all over London. I bet I they gave you a drink yeah. in the hairdressers, didn't they? They offered, but again, I'd I'd made a fuss, so I didn't trust it. <laughs> just like, no, thank you. <laughs> You're gonna dip your knob in this, and I deserve it. Oh yeah, yeah. Inadvertently <laughs> rude. I've never overwhelmed had a with excitement. Did you? But you normally have a drink in hairdressers. Yeah, I don't choose my hairdressers for the booze options, but it is part of my. Yeah, because that would be fucking mental. <laughs> Be a I don't a care. About, I don't. I don't care how they do the hair, mate. They just got fucking Peroni on tap. So <laughs> do what you want. Oh yeah, I'm getting my hair cut. Yeah, you do whatever. Yeah, two hours in. Stop me up. Cut it all off. Cut it yeah, all off. Let's be daring. I'm a chaser. I've never. I've never accepted the the beer. Like when I sort of the the beer thing came in, probably for the last few years when I had hair previously, when before I shaved it. And then I just never got on board with the having a beer. I was like, I'm here to get a haircut. I'm not having. A, I'm not. I'm not socialising. You know what I mean? It's also something weird about just. I've. Ne- I, I don't. You know, if I'm having a beer at home, I'm not going to sit in front of the mirror and stare at myself oh, for like half an hour. It takes the it? edge off though. What, are you ever more unattractive than you are when you're sitting in a barber's mirror with the overhead light on? It, I was lit, horrified. It? Right. 
I, just I wanted a cape that covered my whole face. I needed some kind of glue. Have a, <laughs> Basically, have a just my hair out. Mirror, why do, yeah, you'd think, why do they have a... They, they, they're cutting your hair. The mirror's got to be just for you, right? So yeah, I'd be... I'd, I don't I, want it. No, Delicious. I'd say there should be one seat in the hairdressers where there's no mirror for the person that goes, I don't want to look at myself while it's happening. You you do it. I trust you. Show me it at the end. Yeah. Like I'd, yeah. I'd be cool with that. I think it's to make hairdressers look bigger as well, though. Because it's like quite a, it's like quite a modern thing. From a fairground. <laughs> yeah. No, mirrors bigger? make rooms look bigger. Oh, oh yeah. I, see. Yeah, I thought yeah, you meant yeah. the actual but the the, hair, the person cutting your hair. You wanted them to look yeah. bigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're too small to do a good job. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, it must be. I don't know. It's I don't know. It must be something to do with hair. They must need them because otherwise, that does seem. Well, it makes sense, I guess. You can see what they're doing, and like you know, it makes sense. I don't want to see. If they didn't have mirrors, we'd probably be saying they. Sh- why haven't they got fucking mirrors? Do you know what I mean? You reckon? But no. But even you can yeah. see what they're doing. No one's ever stopped a hairdresser like halfway through, have they? Like no one's ever gone. I bet yeah. they have. Whoa! I, <laughs> Go easy, yeah. mate. I I did do that once because um, he was cutting it too short and his comeback right. was it looks shorter than it is it's like but I, I don't know. care how it looks <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the only requirement close your eyes and run your hand through I don't want it at a certain length other than the reason how it looks <laughs> what are you talking about there's no other reason there is no reason to have a haircut it's not my religion to, to have better. four inches <laughs> um <laughs> It looks shorter than it is. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) My friend had recommended this hairdresser and she was having a great time next to me, like having the works done. I was choking back tears. Oh, no. I only just moved to London, so it felt like just one more reason why moving to London was a shit idea. It was like, I miss my home. I miss my hairdressers. I miss friends that gave me good advice. And yeah, I sat and wept in the pub. I I had a barber. (laughs) I still tipped cut my lip the other day like before between lockdowns yeah you know when they're doing the cutthroat just around there i hate that i don't want them to do it really i like i really like that right on the adam's apple i'm going and i'm fucking being i'm just petrified i hate it yeah and then and then he's going around my lip with it for some reason and then he cut me and it bled and i went fucking well i said something quite like I was like, watch what you're doing. Like that. I was just so scared. I ended up just snapping a little bit. I went easy, mate. I went easy, mate. Yeah. And then, then he started having it like, it was uh, like quite a hot blooded kind of Italian guy. It was funny. He was a funny guy, but he kind of, that was you. You moved like you wouldn't. No. It was just my fault. Don't you've blame take, the victim. Yeah, you've got to take responsibility <laughs> there. If you're the guy cutting the hair, that's your job to not cut the person. <laughs> Literally one of the only things you got to make sure you don't do. I think one of them cut my ear once as well. I just get scared with that cutthroat, especially of the Adam's apple bit. I think they're going to just shave it off. There's a lot that can go wrong there. It could just clip that though, can't it? Have you never, have you ever had a clean shave? Like a proper wet shave? I I never have, no. It's so nice. It is, you feel like... They put like a hot thing around it. All that, I've had the full work. (laughs) (laughs) Throw you in a bin. (laughs) <laughs> but i uh you feel honestly it's one of them old-fashioned things like that makes you feel you just feel like I, like a gangster time. yeah you feel like yeah. al capone must have been what they felt like in the 40s you know what i mean that's you like you're some sort of hollywood heartthrob i love it mate just 
Rock Hudson or some shit. <laughs> You're just getting, getting his hair cut in Lambeth. Oh man! <laughs> but what I just um because yeah, you know, I have when I've had I've had beards in the past. I, I always found like I, that where they cut the line of the beard is very um like I've had ones wonky as shit just by like you know so like I'm always a bit dubious where like where them going below the below the head. Do you know what I mean? Keep 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 the front of the face. Keep, <laughs> I'll take I'll take yeah. I'll look after that thing. When I first had a beard, I was um I got I went to the barbers and just to get it tidied up and he said, What number? I was like, I don't know, like two, do you reckon? Yeah. And he did it at two, but I didn't realise how short I just walked out like George Michael. <laughs> it was like a like a shadow. It was like it was just way too short. I was down on Pop your denim jacket collar up and <laughs> You gotta have the big, big, baby. It was like such. It was so tight to my face. Oh man! It's like dark, like a like Fred Flintstone. It was wearing you. Yeah. Um. So talk us through your first drink in a pub. Then how was that? Did you so get fucked up? Yeah, you forget. Pub pints are different. Oh. And the pace is the bathroom drinking, like lockdown. <laughs> yeah, 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 shower beer. There's less crying in, with pub pints. Oh, there was, yeah, yeah, at the start there was, but by point number eight. Yeah. <laughs> barely coherent. It's, I <laughs> we this, was on, this was on Monday, was it? Yeah, it was the least Monday of Mondays. So the pub I opened the afternoon off. <laughs> so it opened at 11 a.m., did it, normally? I think our pub opened at four and we had our booking at four. So four PM, I, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And then we four we could only book for two hours. <laughs> so then we had another oh. booking fifteen minutes later, so we had to go across to another pub to Oh to really? Oh that is excellent. Well, I um it's limited time, is it, in pubs at the moment? Well, I think they just want to keep the tables turning over. Yeah, You're yeah, just yeah. gonna sit there all night nursing two pints they're not going to get the right amount of money for what they need because outside space is in the biggest bit of the pub. So I think they'd rather turn it over. I mean, you can go and sit in a park, can't you, and get some, like, drink and stuff. Get some cans. Sit with the Polish guys on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) That's been been nice, hasn't it? With a bit of rope for a belt, you know what I mean? It's all right. Shopping trolley. There's a group Carrying of guys. your little gin and tonic tin around, calling it exercise, and the police yeah. approach you. But <laughs> it's like there is. There's a group of guys uh, who drink in Harlesden, um, just at the end, like sort of about 200 meters from where I live, and they um, they just they've just like got this. They've got a cracking bench set up. You know what I mean? The same same group. Like there's a big group of them that sort of it's a revolving group. Normally there's about six to eight of them. And uh, they just sit near the, like at next on the benches next to the clock tower in Harlesden, and like they they always look like they're having the best time. Like genuinely, they're the only people I've ever seen that make just sort of being a bit of a you know a bit of a hobo on a bench drinking. They Singing make it around look so like good. an oil drum and stuff, a cappella in. <laughs> but just like, it's a real like it's a real mix of people. There's a few like guys who are, like from the West Indies. There's like a few Irish ones. There's a there's a couple of younger weird like they're the ones that are a bit more sort of like you could tell could cause a bit of trouble but they're just like they always are having such a laugh like and you know peak lockdowns they didn't give a shit they weren't there was no mask. you know they were just no masks nothing mate they weren't they didn't even know the pandemic was happening they were just a group of guys just getting pissed on a bench and every time i walk past them i was like i'd love to just join them for a while (laughs) 
<laughs> just become one of them. What do you reckon you do, Joyce? Do they have to invite you? a quick you? seven you, years. Like, yeah. yeah. I reckon it's like Soho House. You've got to get recommended to join. <laughs> <laughs> Two referees. Yeah. It's a £1,000 a month membership. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably all secretly loaded. It's just yeah. how they want to live their lives. There were a group yeah. like that in Walthamstow that all had wine glasses. They were out of home. They're in the square. <laughs> they had red wine. They One of them went to use somebody else's house to go to the toilet and clearly fell asleep in the toilet. Oh, no. Because there was a lot of hubbub in the group oh. that she had the only key. And so he'd gone and knocked on the door <laughs> and hadn't been let into oh, his own God. home. And then she came out, bold as brass, and claimed she'd gone to her own house and had never been in there. I disagree. No, she got red wine drunk and she fell asleep on his toilet. That I is... loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> One of my favourite ever finding a friend asleep drunk was uh, me and my mates. There was three of us. Were We went to my mates in New Malden and we, we were only like, I, think, I reckon we were probably 18 or 19 at the time. And we just, we drank, we'd already been drinking loads of beer in the pub. We got back to my mates and we, from the off license, we'd bought a, a bottle of Southern Comfort and we just were drinking oh, no. it neat. So we were already battered and we, we just did a bottle of Southern Comfort within about half an hour, just neat, the three of us. And so we were steaming and my mate Daniel just went, I'm going to the toilet. So it was upstairs, the toilet was, and just disappeared. Like, I'm talking like, I reckon 15 minutes passed before we were like, he hasn't come back. Like, should one of us check on him? And I went up the stairs and he, he was just like the top of the stairs. The bathroom door was maybe six to eight foot away from you. So that was the, that was all the, that was the walking distance from the top of the stairs. He was just face down out for the count on the floor there. Hadn't even made it to the toilet. Just proper, Amazing. just just had got to the top of the stairs knackered and just lay on the floor and just passed out. Fucking, I love it. I fell asleep in a shower once. I'd just been out on it. Like I was at someone's house <laughs> and I had a shower and like I just fell asleep. Like I just ended up like just like being so, but I'd been, I'd been up for like 40 hours or, you know, when you're just on it all night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, and I, I think they like carried me to the bed or something. Yeah. And, like, and I remember waking up like about two days later in the bed, just thinking they, like, I was naked and that. <laughs> 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 it's just embarrassing. <laughs> Big old dick. No, really. But, um... My favourite, um, I met somebody out on a night out and I just moved into this amazing new house. So I was really excited about it. So I legitimately took him home to see my new kitchen. So I, was, I told him a lot about it. Okay. In my head, that was what was happening. Yeah, yeah. And I brought him back and sat in the living room, went to make a cup of tea for myself forgot about him and oh, just went to bed <laughs> made my cup of tea so just you met a guy where in a in a in a pub a, in a bar on a night out in a and bar yeah. and you said you want to come and see my kitchen <laughs> yeah, and, he's the, and he well, thinks i'm in there of amazing. course he does I that know, is yeah. yeah i mean that, yeah you know, fair enough to the be oldest honest. oldest uh euphemism in the book that do you want to see my, see kitchen? my kitchen <laughs> it's amazing and um yeah put myself to bed um my housemate woke me up a few hours later she was like there's a guy oh god because what's the um you're looking yeah. around your kitchen wow yeah, nice, nice size he's measuring up he's getting the sizes <laughs> for his own just, kitchen he's got a tape me. measure but, out and taking well, photographs he's stolen the kitchen <laughs> went downstairs in my pajamas they weren't sexy ones just pajamas and i was like look mate um you can come and get in the bed and sleep but that's all that's happening or you're just gonna have to go home 
Oh, it's um, nice yeah. of you though. Offering it's nice of you effect. to offer that. But like I mean, yeah, it's that funny he thing that he, he waited. I mean, he probably would have still thought he was in there if you said you can come to bed. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, nothing's gonna happen. We'll talk You've about my kitchens. kitchen. <laughs> no, we we did. He, he he fell asleep beside me, tucked in like Bert and Ernie. We watched Bert oh. Breakfast Telly in the morning and um, he went off on his yeah. way. Didn't exchange numbers. I don't think yeah. we've exchanged names. <laughs> That's, that's, I mean, a, that's a lovely evening doing that, it isn't is. it? Made, yeah. made a friend, made him some toast. It was, yeah, it was a very weird experience. Yeah. Um, a very real introduction to me by my new housemates. This is the person I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, um, yeah, it's a weird one, actually. I, I, I've, have you ever lived in a shared house, Julian? I don't, you probably haven't, have you? I haven't in Edinburgh, obviously, yeah. Uh, Edinburgh, yeah. Edinburgh's that's different. That's my taster of it. Yeah, it's. I've only ever done it once. And it was like with two old mates, and I, I just didn't like it. It wasn't, I couldn't, I, I don't know, there's that something about living with, you know, Pete, like it's, it's different living with a partner, isn't it? Because, you know, you're, the, the investment you've got in living together is that, you know, it's your own place and you're in love and all that. Whereas, like, I think living with just a couple of mates, that anything that's done for convenience in this world is, tends to be a bit annoying, yeah. ultimately, I find. So I remember me and my mates, like, we just got, you know, you just start getting shitty with each other over tedious house admin and, you know, sort of the, yeah, it just, it, I, it ended up, we ended up moving out from it because we were like, this is going to negatively affect our friendship. So we're actually, we'd rather not Was that in, in Blackheath when you lived in yeah, Blackheath? Yeah, yeah. Um, Where did you live in Blackheath? I lived, what's the road that runs from the village down to Lewisham? Oh, Belmont Hill. Yeah, I lived at the top of Belmont Hill, the village end. Oh, um, that's, that's a nice little place, though. It's just lovely. down the road. Yeah, it was. Um, it's, I really love Blackheath. Must... It did feel like the end of the world. Like, if you're from being from Southwest London, Blackheath felt like we'd moved to like Colchester or something. It felt so yeah, far yeah, away. Yeah. Like, I was... grew up in Greenwich and like Plumstead, mainly Greenwich from eight. So this is like my area anyway it's like the nicest part of the borough i guess yeah a hundred percent um where do you, you do you live in walthamstow um limehouse limehouse and what's that's where a are nice you... that's a nice area to live though where are you from it's all right cardiff so cardiff. you can walk from one end of cardiff to the other and i still it's been seven years i still haven't got to grips with didn't you run it didn't you run a gig in limehouse yeah i did where was that and how come you didn't book me we didn't know each other then so i was just relying on favors but yeah i ran it all the way through the summer we tried to do an outdoor gig in their beer garden and uh, there were complaints to the council made and at one point a guy came down from the flats we thought that the gate was locked it wasn't strode onto the stage area and just confronted maureen younger oh, which God. was pretty wild oh, no. what the noise or her content <laughs> the, the noise oh, okay. i think <laughs> i think i think both to be honest and she that would be that some heckle like a... in it imagine getting heckled by somebody who's not even at the gig they just they thought you were yeah, shit and they live next up. door to the venue <laughs> He just, yeah, he just strides <laughs> up. He goes, you need to turn it down. We're Heck all just his staring back at him. There's about 30 people all just staring at this guy. He's getting more and more het up about it. I don't know how to use the sound stuff. So oh, even though it's God. my gig, I was like, somebody else do something because I've got yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. here. So I just, just stared into middle distance. Then wow. he used it 
that he used a particularly offensive phrase I've never heard and called us all piss cunts. Now, piss I've cunt. never heard those <laughs> words together before. I haven't either, but it does, you know. It's, it's evocative. But um, yeah, then Maureen just did exactly the same as she was doing. But if I think louder. Yeah, yeah, that, that's. And uh, I, was <laughs> I know Maureen well enough to know. She ain't gonna back down on in that scenario. No, of all the people that could have happened to, and it was like partly like, yeah, give it to him. But yeah. also, it was my venue, and I had booked three more gigs there, and it needed to not be yeah, shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only like an hour and a half, two-hour show anyway. Like, shut up, mate. It's not yes. like it's a rave. <laughs> early hours of the morning no is it? yeah it's not yeah it was, I, you know it was I, like a really shit taskmaster then though in the break we were looking for things that would muffle the sounds so we were like pulling plants things apparently that absorbs sound cool. we had a parasol go in in case that captured the sound and stopped right. it going upwards right, that's thoughtful of you though but that's it's his problem yeah. I bet it wasn't even that late, was it? Like, it was before like 11 or something, wasn't it? yeah, it was all over by I think quarter to 10 but yes, yeah, people were just in a bad mood. But yeah, we locked that gate. You'd have got all the crowds are going egg his windows. <laughs> he looked, he looked a bit stabby. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. He might have been on a mad come down or something. Well, that's it. He's probably just in a bad mood. I he always... might have been in that little Soho house group in Wilston. <laughs> might be just coming down. And everyone was then trying to freak me out because I was so paranoid that he was going to turn up again. That every time anyone's eyes sort of went behind me, I was like. I got I got um shouted at in the street yesterday by um a woman in a car uh she and it is again it's that thing where sometimes you know when somebody gets angry with you it's easy to sort of either react badly or to think what a fucking wanker but actually I think a lot of the times it's probably what Julian said but it's like or like you know where they're probably in a bad you know they're on a come down they're like you know they're probably just in a terrible mood and you've just happened to coincide with a moment they're having i am um, this woman was driving i was on a place i was, I was in a place of brunswick which is like a, a suburb of melbourne that's really like hip and trendy and i went up there sort of for, for some food and stuff and i was crossing the road and it was really slow moving traffic both sides and like so i just basically they, they're really they're very strict on jaywalking here it's actually a law it's not like the uk where you know sort of you you can walk across a road anywhere and no one's going to bat an eyelid, isn't it? But we, I, I went to cross and she was just driving very slowly. So I, I just thought, there's loads of room. I'll just walk in front of her car. And she sped up. So that I so almost like, so I, so I then had she to She wanted to hit you. Well, yeah. So I then, so I, so I had to walk behind her car. And as I went to walk behind her car, she, her window was open. She went, there's a crossing up there. Fucking use it. Like that. <laughs> and I, it was so sort of aggressive that I burst out laughing because it was so like <laughs> caught me off guard. So like it wasn't threatening. I didn't take it like violently. I it was. I just found it so funny that I started laughing as I walked behind her car, and she could see me cracking up in her wing her rearview mirror. And she, was, she lost it. She was shouting out. I don't know what she was shouting out of her window, but just driving slowly away, going fucking fucking. And then it was really funny. A car coming from the other side with the window open. The bloke just let out and went, "Fucking calm down!" <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> "Calm down, <laughs> calm down, Sheila." You could see she was apoplectic, mate. Like it it's was funny when people get annoyed, though, isn't it? It's the worst thing to do. Laugh, isn't it? Like, I know, yeah, uh, but I couldn't help it because, like, it was such an overreaction to such a minor thing. I was literally could have like I, I even stopped when I could see that she was she wasn't going to just let me walk out in front of her, even though. 
what she was going to make up an extra six foot in the next few seconds the way it was the slow moving traffic so i just stopped and let her go in front i thought i'll let her just go if she's going to be like that and just to, to overreact <laughs> and shout there's a fucking crossing up there i use it people like, do take it out on like other people when they're in a bad mood though don't absolutely. they they're looking for something totally they and need it they need someone else to be an art yeah. like be angry at someone else i presume she was in a desperate rush somewhere and that traffic was really killing her you know when you're stuck in traffic and there's nothing you can do and you've got two options one is be that person or the other option is to sort of accept what's happening and go well i can't i'm not going to speed it up by getting annoyed am i yeah 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 so, but that's hard for some people a lot of people find it very hard to accept what is happening to them at that moment do you know what i mean i think i'm a yeah. bit of a hippie in that you know Sometimes I like, I like I really like that moment. You know when you're running late and you're con- you're desperately trying to make something, and then something else happens. You realise I'm just absolutely not going to make it on time. And then you just go think fuck, and you go and get a Lean coffee. In. <laughs> and then just even later, like you just resign to it. Oh uh, yeah, just go I to was... the cinema on the way. <laughs> I was have so a cons- yeah, I was so consistently late in the job before last that people believed that I had agreed at 10 o'clock starting time that, so that's the and com- the rumour got round and just completely legitimised the whole thing and so then I started coming in for 10 or like quarter past because yeah, once quarter I past knew- 10 next thing like, I think she's trying to renegotiate to 11 <laughs> it, was, it was just a proper urban <laughs> legend that, went that I had agreed a different start time to other people I hadn't it was that's just the, yeah, pure audacity <laughs> what job do you do Vince? <laughs> um, PR what what sort so, of PR? You don't have uh, to answer. Is that too yeah, consumer finance PR? Very exciting. So, how does that work then? Oh, so you do the advertising for people want to target targeting consumers with their finance stuff? Um, well, I'm working. I'm at at the moment, um, which we'll probably should probably take out. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell. I'll based tell on you. the fact that uh, I'm with <laughs> and they. And do one, so yeah. So I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like people to know that because then they get angry with me. Yeah. <laughs> we will, we will blo- block you out of saying that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we we'll block you out of saying yeah, yeah, just to yeah. make it more hassle in the edit. Sorry, <laughs> just, just media, just media. What we'll do yeah, is we'll, we'll, com, quid co, we'll, voucher codes. Yeah, like, we'll block the, the company codes. name and then just leave in me saying that I'm with a blank. Uh, and Let how people much guess. It's a fun game. Guess, guess guess the company that I'm guess with and I, and I only said I'm with. They don't even know it could be anything. It could be a bank, a utility, it could be anything. So which company am I with that I think are an absolute <laughs> abomination? Ring yeah. Carl and listen to his voicemail. Is it on there? <laughs> um no. But um, I do ridiculous stuff. So eight out of ten cats, that's the kind of stuff I commission, like the nonsense um data that you know is is a bit flawed so right. i once did a consumer research piece about men's fashion and i think it came back that six percent of men claimed they didn't own a single shoe yes, <laughs> I mean, a single what shape no shoes shoe. <laughs> shoes like, they oh, ticked shoe. the box they didn't own shoes i don't yeah. know if they were just wrapping their feet in sanitape, tape but that was when i started to think maybe what i do is not credible yeah <laughs> it's not like peer-reviewed <laughs> science is it it's very no. much a I, I lie. I lie on most questionnaires anyway, just for a laugh. So I think. And me, I, I, t- I sometimes, even though it's a static thing, it's not sentient. I will tick things on like Buzzfeed. Like, have you seen 
these films i find myself picking them because i know i'm supposed to have seen them so i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah i've yeah. seen goodfellas no i haven't how am i gonna know oh, what you kind should of potato i am though. if i don't tell the truth <laughs> yeah my my wife had uh, only saw goodfellas for the first time in, in 2020 and um and she really liked it she i think she always thought she wouldn't like it because you know it's I such think, a good film isn't it, it i watched is scarface film. again the other day actually it yeah. is good but only i don't know it's it's not goodfellas i think is a, is a it is great but film. i think people forget like a lot of martin scorsese films they're bloke films, like they're films for men. I think Scarface is as well, because I'm Tony Montana for about two hours after I've seen the film. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like the balls of the man. Coked up. <laughs> Good for a Coked up. We're taking shit from no one. Um, but no, but I find with, yeah, I think my wife thought Goodfellas was going to be just, oh, just a bunch of b- blokes being boring. You know what I mean? Like sort of, you know, sometimes you watch some of it, you know, like, like a wolf of wall street or something and actually you watch it and you're like this is you know this is a bit of fun but you know who's it for it's basically it feels like it's for wankers to watch and go like yeah i'd love to be like that do you know what i mean yeah i, I know think... yeah aspire to yeah. that <laughs> yeah you don't know if he loves or hates him in that no. film it's really hard to well, get a sense it. of like yeah. the complicated relationship he's got with this lead character yes cause... i watched pulp fiction again the other day as well i've got it like it's so good Pulp Fiction is, yeah. Tarantino's an interesting one in it. I think I've, apart from, yeah, I, I've not liked hardly any of his modern films. You know what I mean? His ones in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, and then I, yeah. And then I watched yeah. Once Upon a Time in America, in Hollywood, sorry. And that is a bloke's film, but I really enjoyed it. I, I think, enjoyed it. I, I could I watch Brad Pitt. Terrible in that things Annie about film. it, but it's, yeah, it's him. He's I mean, he's dreamy, isn't he? Like, this is, like, how, like, uh, uh, sexy is the right word, actually. I was trying to think of what's the what's the correct word. That bit where he's on the roof uh, and he gets his top off and he's fixing an aerial. And like, it's... if they if they phoned you and said, "Will you come up here and suck my dick?" <laughs> You'd be like, "Yeah." I think I'd be like, <laughs> I I'd, I'd, I'd definitely like after I have a moment. I mean, I don't know, Brad, Brad Pitt. Isn't it? <laughs> You'd be like, "It is Brad Pitt." You know, like, yeah, I know he's, it, a, he's, a, he's his own sexuality box. I mean, he just seems like he a is. I agree, actually. I think he genuinely is. And also, like, I know because he got a bit of shit, didn't he, last year or the year before when he, like, he's got a new girlfriend, isn't he? Like, and she's like 33 or something. And, you know, he's what now? He's probably late 50s. And, yeah. um, and so there's that thing of like going, you know, oh, this, it's that classic, creepy, like older man with a younger woman. Which I, mean, I think thirty three is all I right. I think thirties is though. I think thirties is fit. It's you know. I think the development between like thirties and fifties is probably a lot shallower. Yeah. In terms of difference, like generation may be fine, but it's, but it's not eighteen. No, she's a fully grown woman, isn't she? Yeah. she is. But I still, you know, I. But and I, he's my, Brad Pitt. But this like, is it. My thoughts. My thoughts were. It. It's Brad Pitt. Very, I envy the, her. The rules yeah, are different. <laughs> For Brad Pitt, yeah, I mean, I'm so I know it sounds weird, but like if you met if you met a bloke who's fucking who owns a I don't know a sh, you know he runs a, a a business and he's just a weird sort of fifty eight year old bloke who's a bit of an arsehole and like you know drives a BMW and gets on the coke at the weekends. Um, and don't he's bring got... me into it. Man. <laughs> 
But if that if you meet that guy and he's telling you about his thirty three year old girlfriend, yeah, she's fucking twenty five years younger than me. You would be know, like, yeah. this guy's a bit of an arsehole and a bit of a creep. My dad Brad's going to a George Clooney and just, but you see this fucking 33-year-old bit of scrunt. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing yeah, of course he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not objectifying her like that. Well, no, I just think, I just no. think he's Brad Pitt. There is, you, cannot put him in, you cannot put him in the same category as a, no, as a normal 58-year-old man. There are some people yeah. that are sort of elevated through their... Um, I mean, if she was 18 or something, you know what I mean? But like 33 is all totally. right. No, I but... think that's fine. It's, um, that's around the age Nicolas Cage is marrying at the moment, which means I'm still in play, which I'm quite excited by. So. What is Nicolas Cage's... What is his... His partner is 33. He, he's, he's in the mid-30s. If he goes any lower, then obviously that would be an obstacle to our love. But as it is... He, he's a cool dude, isn't he? Old fine. <laughs> He's a weird guy to him. Yeah, he must be mental. (laughs) I bet he's a fucking head. (laughs) He's a nutter. I would like to house share with him. I love him. I just, I just love everything about him. Yeah, what a guy. What, what an absolute man. What unique kind of character he is. Yeah. Have you ever seen the footage of him? Looks like Joe Boar, doesn't he? I suppose. Yeah, but a little bit. I'd say Joe Boar looks like him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. It's getting the right way around. <laughs> no one's starting to go up to Nick Cage in like that was Hollywood. Highly fans. offensive, what I said. Sorry. to go up to Nick Cage and go, mate, um, you look like Joe Ball. <laughs> I think Nick Cage gets the top, the top spot there. Yeah. Um, but have you ever seen the interview uh, he did on English television in like the late eighties, early nineties? That would probably, be, probably be the early nineties, and it's where he's off his nut. He's obviously like on something. He's pissed, and he basically just like, the one where he forward rolls in. Yeah. He forward rolls in and like sort of doesn't he throw money at the audience and yeah. he's just like ah and it's like and anyone else you'd be like I hate this guy but it's Nick Cage and you're watching him like this guy looks like so much fun just <laughs> like, <laughs> want to hang out with his nutter. I think he was saying that it was a method acting thing that he kind of absorbed the role because I think that was Snake Eyes or one of his many casino right. based films. But um, I've accidentally become a Nick cage enthusiast because i went through a phase of wishing people happy birthday on facebook when that was a thing with pictures of nicholas cage nice because i just felt like people weren't making enough effort with yeah. their birthday messages so i committed to a year of nicholas cage, cage happy birthday messages <laughs> and people just assumed that i fancied him and by the end i, I did i told him to myself so. he's a cool dude isn't he yeah. no doubt yeah. My friend saw him at a cake with, um... shop once and didn't approach him because she wanted him to be able to eat his cake in peace. And I've never felt the same about my friend. No, I would I think I would leave him be. Like I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say? be able to. I don't I'm know. Say Nicholas, uh, all right. Just have a chat. <laughs> I don't know. How are you doing? Will you be on my podcast? <laughs> I yeah, I get d- him on. I, I, I genuinely, I think I would just leave him. I, I think, he, yeah, he must get so much attention all the time. I'd get someone to film it and me, and then I'd go over to him and have a chat. Yeah. I don't know. I reckon he's, he's quite open arse. to being approached, though. <laughs> otherwise, why would you move to a small village? Yeah. And be I mean, I wouldn't be the first person village. to go over to him. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not, I know. <laughs> you expect it. Yes, I suppose. I mean, I um, might not 
I might send him a cake. He must be well fun. I mean, I reckon Doug he's. Or do you reckon he's? I reckon he's hard to work with. I don't mean that in a like in a bad way. I mean like, do you reckon he's one of them actors that is so intense on set that it's like, oh god, like it's going to be tricky. Yeah, but you know, it's all part of the the, the mystery, isn't it? The, yeah. Who is the it? Um, is he still making films now? Is it? Yeah, he's I mean, he's not made films. a film in a while, has he? Yeah, he he's like, making he... a film about himself at the moment where he, he plays. Oh, Nick Cage, yeah, and life's not treated him very well, so he's playing oh, his, poor a fictionalized Nick. version of himself. Well, and his, his, his nephew, of, his nephew is yeah. playing a young Nick Cage, and there's a photo of him. He looks exactly like him. It's so unnerving. But um, there's what's that famous quote about? Uh, is it Lawrence Olivier was working with uh, Dustin Hoffman on a film, and like Dustin oh, Hoffman, the de- where he was a dentist in it, yeah. And Olivier that, was the dentist, wasn't he? Yeah, it was it Marathon Man, it was, isn't it? That's it, yeah, that's it. And yeah, but he was in like, and Hoffman was all method acting on set and just like sort of doing in character all the time. I think it was Lawrence Olivier said to him, have you ever thought about acting? <laughs> just like, <laughs> because like, he was like, the guy, he kept asking, I think Hoffman kept asking him questions like about how to, how do I become this character? Well, how do I do this? <laughs> it's just like, just try acting, mate. Just pretend, innit? Pretend you're someone else. Can we take two, please? We're going to take this again. All them old actors, like, you see interviews with them old, like, sort of the, the, the Shakespearean sort of, Alec Guinness and all them sort of types. They don't. They talk about acting like it is just you know. You just turn it on. You just do it. You just go on. You go on stage and yeah, boom, yeah. you're the character. There's no fucking spending three weeks eating cakes to try and bulk up for a thing. Like, you know what I mean? They yeah, just yeah. they just act. They just did it. And now I think we're. It must be a, a generational thing. I think people were we're, we're may, way more pretentious than we used to be, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Like I hate those interviews when actors. In, yeah, in- it's all about them. You know, comedians now. I think we're we're as pretentious as actors, and I, I, that used to there used to be a massive split. I think actors would have been the more pretentious group, and now comedians are all talking about sort of fucking like their craft in their shows and all this stuff, and it's. You know, I know. Ultimately, you're just going on and talking about yourself for an hour. Let's it's not over analyze it. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like those interviews, have you seen them where actors are interviewing other actors? Like Shia LaBeouf would interview someone else. And it's so, they talk so much shit. <laughs> I really, They're just I, sucking each other's assholes. And it's like, oh, get a grip. <laughs> uh, I think I might snip that bit out and put it online, mate. Julian finally lets rip on actors. <laughs> it's, I know what you mean. Like it's just yeah, it's just so Realty. much balls. The little bubble they're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do you know what? I always um thought I, I, Shia LaBeouf is another one. I always thought I bet he's a fucking nightmare. So like, he's a wrong isn't he? Like, I think he's a bit of a yeah. I think I've heard that now. There's some things coming out in there. Wrong and yeah, um, there? Yeah, yeah. I think he's um. There's some allegations, um, but he uh. I watched. I, this was about a year ago, maybe before before any of this stuff came out. Like, but I've always just thought, I bet he's a bit of a dick. You know what I mean? He seems it like in interviews. He was always quite sort of hard work. And then I watched him on. Have you seen that thing where they eat the chicken wings? The YouTube show. Is it hot? Oh yeah, hot wings or something. I've seen that. And yeah. They basically eat a, a, an increasingly spicy selection of chicken wings, and, and while doing an interview, and it's actually it sounds crap but it's really funny like gordon ramsay is on it and like i, I don't like gordon ramsay 
Um, I, don't, I don't I don't know him, but I mean, I don't like his TV persona. And uh, and he actually comes across really funny on it. Like he's very, turns out making somebody eat something really spicy really takes the sort of uh, the sheen away. And they actually, you can see the real them. And like Ramsey can't deal with spice at all. Like he's got such a bad palate for spice for a professional chef. Like he, he, he brings like a toolkit of like, lemon juice and milk and all these things that he's got to do just to eat it <laughs> but Shia LaBeouf on there is so funny like he really I watched it and I was cracking up and it made me go like oh maybe I've misjudged him and then he's a good actor out, he's a good actor that's it but now it turns <laughs> out he is actually a bit of a maybe he was arsehole. playing the role of somebody who was more maybe. fun yeah he did that thing didn't he that art installation where he said he'd just sit there and let anyone do anything to him and then he was surprised when people took it too far it's like, yeah, yeah. you can't ask people I know. <laughs> I'm what, what coming was in I'm far? drawing a cock and balls on your face in that's, you know, that's where I'm at <laughs> what, what did they do did they do stuff like that people like touching him and what stuff. is genitalia so it just didn't go well but again what do you Julian's expect now got an idea for a new show yeah. <laughs> Edinburgh Fringe is Edinburgh show Edinburgh on this year? <laughs> I got an email. Little about, light bulb moment. I got an email about it this morning because I rolled my show forward to this year, and they said they're going to make an announcement this afternoon. I got so, an email as well. They're going to do something, aren't they? Online, maybe, or something. Yeah, I, reckon, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, do you reckon it will have? I can't imagine it going ahead like as yeah. It, um, you, all the, every Edinburgh room, even before coronavirus was a health hazard <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, mean, I think it's... my mine's maximum capacity 30 when we're not in a plague time so what that's i mean there's, there'll certainly be enough seats regardless for what the amount of people it? expect um the mash house the attic oh, yeah, yeah it's nice the mash oh, house yeah. um so... yeah it's uh i just can't imagine they're going to be allowed to because it also that it's the same thing of what if they book it all and everyone's like yeah let's do it and then it all falls apart that I think I think there's going to be too many wary people to commit to a month in Scotland. You know what I mean? So I don't know. There's, not... there's something in it for Scotland to put something on, though, because their economy basically lives and dies on it in Edinburgh. Yes, so... but they've also been like they've been even stricter than England, haven't they? Like they've not had any live performance. You know, we had that period in London when things opened up last year. Which worked out really well in the end. Question, questionable. It's like, is this safe? Do I care? Uh, it's all right. We'll all put these little shower caps on the microphone. That is yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Just wipe it with a wet wipe. Literally just do that. Oh, that will get that, rid of that it. That kills it? Corona. I did, I did some <laughs> The top scientist like in the world yeah. can't fucking solve it. Oh, a baby wipe, yeah. yeah. Oh. Nailed it. This is fine. This is absolutely fine. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I was going around with the ruler because I was doing indoor gigs, making sure everyone's two meters apart. As soon as people sat down, they were pulling their chairs over. Of course. And, like, yeah, and you yeah, can't yeah. police. You can't police people. You, I mean, you can't. No, you can't police English people. That's I think the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. England, like, you know, I've I really I know I notice that here, people are much more compliant here. You know, I think they're much more aware of other people around them and like you know i think they just actually have a sense of community whereas england is probably one of the most uncompliant aren't they totally (laughs) uncompliant and i say this as one i'm not saying this like i'm not criticizing i'm saying that i know my you know we we, you know your own don't you but you know we're not you know the amount finding every loophole as well like everyone knew the ins and outs of what you could and couldn't do totally So, so like i think there is that yeah, we were constantly trying to work out 
how to live as normal a life, like despite the rules, rather than here. I think everyone like in Australia, everyone was just like, right, let's just do what there needs to be done, and then we'll be open to it. And then they, they just had a big long sort of lockdown, and then by November they were all fucking having brunch with each other and stuff, and back to normal essentially. <laughs> And we were just all like, okay, I wonder if I can, you know, yeah, yeah, we can have six people in the garden. What if I have, I'll, I'll have an extra, like, five or ten. <laughs> Everyone's just working out shit. And then we're all yeah. really annoyed at when we're, like, in lockdown again. Like, fucking hell. Um, yeah, yeah. So, How did this happen? Because oh, yeah, we were yeah. all just slightly outside of the rules. And combined, yeah. that's but, a fuckload of outside of I the rules. I know. <laughs> at the same time, it's still those in charge's responsibility to you know, create a system that actually people understand. They get, because they get changing the rules and stuff, I think it was much easier for people to go, well, what, what yesterday I couldn't go into a fucking shop and now I can, like, you know what I mean? It's, I think the, uh, this, a decisive uh, message from the government would have helped. Because, I'd know, have voted for you. Thanks. For PM, that's it. I think I'd be a good politician. <laughs> but my vote. the problem is, all it would take got a very was, soothing uh, voice, very trustworthy Yeah. Manner. But if... Uh, any journalist listen to any episode of this podcast, I'd, not, I'd, I'd get removed from office. So. <laughs> I don't well, think. I don't know. Boris has set the bar quite high on what you can write out. Yeah, you. That is true, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have said that, yeah, that, that whole idea that sort of, you know, things you've said in the past will end a career in politics. I think that like the, the Trumps and the Borises of this world have really changed that. I think now... Yeah. You know, now just don't now, accept it. Apparently, don't well, apologise. Yeah, don't think, accept it. <laughs> well, that's. Have you ever read um, uh, John Ronson's "So You've Been Publicly Shamed"? So, I haven't. It's. I. I remember the story that inspired. <laughs> yeah, the Justine Sacco woman who. Yeah. yeah. Sat. So he, was that the he, one who got on the aeroplane? Did the tweet? Yeah. Ah. So I mean, it was a, a silly tweet, though, wasn't it? But she was taking. She was taking the piss out of like the. Was the, she? Well, the joke was on my way. I'm flying to on my way to South Africa. I uh, hope I don't get AIDS. And then she said, "Of course I won't. I'm white." And the joke there is that you know there's a two tier system in Africa. You go to yeah. South Africa. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The AIDS epidemic. I mean, I'm not saying I'm offended. Just to make it clear at that tweet at all. Obviously, like I don't think it's wrong. I, it's just a little bit naive, isn't it? Like it's a bit, it's naive, a bit ambiguous. It could be misread. Totally, it wasn't. And yeah, but I think yeah. But if you're just a random, who's just not. If you're a celebrity, yeah. you ain't doing that tweet. You know what I'm saying? If it's not, if, if you've just got off, a couple it, of hundred followers, it's just yeah, your nonsense. Yeah, really, I don't, you yeah. kind of forget that other people who don't know you totally see things out of context. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Really she dumb. lost everything, didn't she? she? Yeah, she lost her yeah. job. She lost her job by the time her plane landed. It's brutal. But then he in the book he interviews um what's his name fucking oh god is it Max Mosley the guy who used to work for, in Formula One and he's like a big he was like a rich guy he's like a business oh, yeah. type I think he was like yeah and basically he's the one that um the news I think it's the News of the World like basically got photo secret photographs of him at a sex party. And um, he's just like an old toff. Like he was basically getting whipped, <laughs> like chained up and stuff. And it and it's, it's, they ran a story which said like Mosley at a Nazi sex party, and they tried to sort of say it was like there was Nazi memorabilia, memorabilia and stuff there. And um, he sued them, and what and never ever accepted any like he didn't take any responsibility. Never he, he, he at no point did he ever say he did anything wrong. He said I was at a sex party. 
but there was no Nazi stuff at all. That was an absolute lie. And he taught in, in the book. He talks about that thing of never back down. If you get if people are trying to sort of shame you, don't Once ever back, you apologize as well. Never apologize. Like you, yeah, you can't apo- unless you know, like you're Harvey Weinstein, I guess. Well, no, the thing I is, mean, if, unless you've if you if you if you've done something wrong and you actually want to atone for it, then do apologize. That's that's life. Yeah. But I think if he's talking about this sort of this nature of online sort of like shaming and going after people who say there's something a bit wrong. His argument is just never, ever admit that you've done anything wrong if you don't think no. you have. Because you play into their hands and they were never... Well, so, I mean, we've come back to the fact that you went There's in. no forgiveness, though, is there? Like they Max won't forgive Mosley. you. <laughs> you went flying Max in. Mosley I went, yes, I was at a sex party, but there was no Nazi <laughs> uniforms, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's the, John, the Boris Johnson and Trump thing, isn't it? They, throughout Trump's whole time, he did not once ever admit, oh, actually, I might have fucked that. Do you know what I mean? So it, it was, you. If you say sorry, it's you're, it weakens you, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's so. But and it's yeah. That's in modern politics. That's what I think. People just go, oh, well, it's better. You know, they, they it's almost like they prefer to vote for somebody who's just would. They'd rather somebody lie to them, like brazenly, than be like, oh, I'm sorry, I messed up. Which isn't right. Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's the layer of the land. Because you know, it? when someone's apologising, they're not really meaning it as well. That's the thing, yeah. isn't it? They're just saying it because they're going to lose something or they're in trouble. Mm. It's not genuine. No. I'm but, sorry um... you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if that offended anyone. Yeah, that's, that's on you. That is on you. If you. Um... We should probably wrap it up in a sec. That was quite a nice bookend to it, actually, coming round to the hairdressers. Um, sorry, I'm just putting some lip balm on, as I was saying. <laughs> I've got very dry lips at the minute. I realise it's because I've been on You've the... You've been I've, in the sun. I've been it's on the, the booze a bit as well this last week. I've been gigging loads and um, just having beers. Just reg- like it, When you're drinking like every day, even if it's not only a few beers, really does yeah. get your get your lips yeah. dry. I um, didn't drink for a week to feel the benefit of the pub. Like I really wanted to feel something, and um, my skin was amazing, and I was livid about it. People have yeah. been telling me that they're like, "Oh, you'll feel great. You'll wake up and you'll feel different." I've been like, "No, no, 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 no." And yeah, they were fucking right. Yeah, I did feel better. It is, <laughs> I looked yeah. better. I felt better. I I feel yeah. When I've, I if I drink like daily or at least every other day for like a month or something. I just feel bloated and just shit. I'm like, obviously it's bad for you. It's a poison for Christ's sake. Yeah. But it makes me feel so nice. It makes me so happy. I was um, so happy. But then on Tuesday morning, I was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, I, I was sad today. I, um, I, I didn't drink much last night at all, but I did this, I did a, I did three gigs in very quick succession. And then the third one was this weird concept show that sort of went quite, badly for everyone like it, it was a bad it was a bad idea and it sort of fell apart so it was quite a stressful gig to be part of and um and then afterwards me and all the other acts just 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 necked a bunch of pints to try and wash it out of our system and then I got back and I got up at eight o'clock today with uh which and I just I was rough I was like I wasn't sick hungover but you know when you just feel like I'm not in a good place yeah not articular kind of sluggish yeah, I felt just really fragile and vulnerable for about three hours. Um, but then it's fine. Um, you pushed through it, though. I pushed through. I went for a big, lovely walk, saw some kangaroos, and now, um, and now we're here. 
We had a lovely chat. What a great day. What a yeah. lovely day. Good day. Wild kangaroos as well, not um not sort of caged kangaroos. So just at the roadside, just well, well, we, went, we, went out, we went out to this sort of big park that's quite you know, it's about it's almost an hour's drive out of Melbourne. And um and it's just there's a big lake and you just walk around. Just some and... hunting or something, yeah. <laughs> we just and we just walk in and then after about forty minutes we just happened upon this uh this, this group of kangaroos. And after that we saw loads actually. We then kept just seeing them off in the trees and stuff. Just wild kangaroos. It's lovely. Um I don't know if you like I don't know if you like Costa Vix, but they're doing all drinks for fifty P this week, I've just been told. Uh... Oh, yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> Came up on my screen. Oh, right. I was wondering I like what it was. I thought like, you got an insider like, at Costa. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, guys. Costa Coffee. Everything is 50p. Get out there now. No, no, no. <laughs> I want all the specialist milk. Are you allergic? No. Get that coconut milk in there anyway. I might buy 200 coffees. The, uh, <laughs> Julian's, so got, um, coffee. Julian's a shareholder of Costa Coffee. He's just <laughs> trying to push up their sales. <laughs> um right we'll let you go vix but um so you are well you can you do loads of stuff you've got your you've got a podcast i do the comedy arcade it's a lot of fun it's very fun you've both been on separately yeah. I've had a my little days. random story i told about my ex um made it onto the radio didn't it and i'm like yeah oh, shit. and i had to tell her <laughs> i didn't I name know. her but quite funny yeah, it got reviewed by like BBC Radio Leicester or something, and then they played the clip. I don't think they actually said your name though. I know, yeah, I was glad really. <laughs> I think it got attributed to Sean, which is absolutely fine. <laughs> Most things do, to be honest. He does take a lot of flack at just poor old Sean. Um, uh, yeah, so... we're on to episode up to episode thirty recorded now, which Quality. is um, yeah, nice. And what's doing your plans with doing them? Are you going to be doing them in real life? Yeah. So, um, I won't do cam- one tomorrow for you, aren't I? Yeah. So it's it's the cutting room floor, which is new material gig, but we're all going to be at the Cavendish. So oh there's an God. actual stage. Oh my God. So there's Speaking zero together. audience. It's just on screen. And yeah, but you get a screen in front us. of you with the Zoom audience people, but we'll be there to laugh at and each other. And the comics. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm really looking forward to it. So okay. hopefully, if that works out, I'll make it a regular thing. Um, live at Limehouse will hopefully be back in the summer when we're allowed to officially congregate. I've got a couple of fringe performances booked for Arcade. So there's one in Brighton on the first of June, which is cool. Jen Brister and Zoe Lyons Excellent. on the panel. That's nearly sold out, which is really considering how far away it is. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some optimism. And I'm doing Camden Fringe at the Water Rats, which is massive. So quite scared that nobody's gonna come to that but um it depends on edinburgh because it runs in august so yeah, i don't yeah. know who to book because i don't know who's hedging their bets still yeah, so. yeah. but i'll be there <laughs> i paid the higher fee now i have to be there yeah yeah but, um, um and yeah you're... me and sue's kempner will definitely be there even if no one else lovely and your yeah. twitter handle instagram business what's the what where can people how can people find you so I'm at PR Vix on Twitter. That is where I think I do my best work. Um, it's, I yeah, it's my favourite one. Blatant on Instagram because um, um, it got pointed out that all of my handles don't make sense. None of them relate to any of them. <laughs> so, um, are you on TikTok? Have you tried TikTok yet? 
I've got a profile because I did what everybody else did. I saw that other people were getting like a million views and I wanted a piece of it. But then my first video wasn't a success, so I just fucked it off immediately. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did as well. It's um, it's not. It's, like, it. I, it's a scary one. It's all just people dancing, and I'm not. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't see how it's going to translate. Like for me, it's like, oh, it's great to get a profile out there, but it wouldn't relate to anything that I do stand-up wise so it just does it just feels pointless I don't want loads of 15 year olds or grannies at my show at my show they can't buy tickets (laughs) no (laughs) they even be they can have tiktok no they can have it they can have it um well thanks for coming on okay very fun and um Julian any other business um thanks to all our new patrons um the get together the other day was good wasn't it it was great fun um and we've got some uh catch-ups are on there and um that's it thanks what did you whisper there under i was i was doing some admin i don't know i think i said it was a lot of fun or something like that (laughs) just zoned out (laughs) some weirdo it was though and now you've made it sound like it's disingenuous i did have a lovely time it was lovely (laughs) it was lovely it was was really nice to have you thanks for coming on and um and we'll see we'll see you in the real world soon yeah i'll see you julian tomorrow so. Yeah, you, you literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sadly on the other side of the world, but oh, I'm really happy. I, yeah, I'm, really, I'm yeah. loving it. I'm loving it. Um, right. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>